Let's make this year your best real estate investing year ever by coming to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is where you can join hundreds of real estate investors and over 40 expert investor speakers and learn how to have an amazing success in your real estate investing business. The Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is not like any other conference out there. This is a no sales pitch conference where the entire three days event is all about you and helping you to meet expert investors, teaching you how to invest and join a huge community of hundreds of like-minded real estate investors. And because you are a part of the Successfully Unemployed podcast, I'm giving you 20% off your RubeCon pass. That's right. Get 20% off of your RubeCon pass. Use the promo code SU20 or SU20. You need to be at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Join us in the heart of downtown St. Louis, March 14th through the 16th for a transformative three-day event that's more than just a conference. It's a community of investors. Get your pass. Go to RubeCon.com, R-E-W-B-C, com and use the promo code SU20 or SU20 to get 20% off of your Rubicon pass. Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed show. My name is Dustin Heiner and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job by investing, by having a side hustle, by being an entrepreneur and everything else. And today I'm super pumped to bring on an expert who's going to share with us how she went from being a hairstylist, cutting hair, to becoming an online coach, helping people achieve their dreams. And we're going to learn today from an awesome expert and how you can do this as well. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We've already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's up? So pumped to have you here listening to this show. Every single week, we just talk about business and entrepreneurship and investing and everything we can to become successfully unemployed. Now, today, I have somebody who is literally cutting hair, going a business route of having her own store, her own salon, and having people working underneath her, cutting hair, you know, styling other people's hair, and then she would be the business owner. But then she realized how much trouble and hard it is. And then on top of that, started getting told by her friends and family members how motivational and inspirational she was to them and that she should lean into her abilities and her passion and her desire to help people. And so she did that. I'm super pumped to bring on an expert who has then changed her life, become an online coach who now helps people to achieve their desires in their life, their goals, and inspires them to ignite the fire inside of themselves so that they can reach whatever it is that they want. Same thing what I do with my real estate investing. I turned my passion of investing in real estate to now help more people. Same thing with our expert. She has helped so many people to ignite the fire inside their lives, and she is going to help you ignite one in yours as well. I have my expert, a friend of mine, Shay Sparks, on the show. All right, here we go. Shay, thank you so much for being with me on the show. Oh, thank you, Dustin, for having me. I'm excited about our conversation. This is great. Now, I'm so excited about podcasting in general, but there's so many other ways to make money. But let's talk about what do you do to provide for yourself and your family without working that dead-end J-O-B? Mm. 
Well, I do several things. I am a coach and I am a podcaster and I have books. I have an author, I'm an author and I also am a newbie real estate investor. So you got, well, that's multiple streams of income. I love having <laughs> yes. multiple streams of income. In fact, a lot of people, you know, they ask, uh, you know, how many streams of income and stuff like that, which is great because when you have multiple, if one gets cut off for whatever reason, you have the ability to have more coming in. Now, which one would you say predominantly is the one? Now, I love real estate investing. We can definitely get into that. But yes. when you say coaching, when you say like, because like, you all have a podcast, a fantastic podcast, I was blessed to be on there talking about investing in people, which is just fantastic. Now, what is what would you find to be the most, um, uh, I guess, the best way that you find to create that income for yourself, that stream of income? Yeah, so it's the really the coaching for me. Um, I started out not really knowing what I was going to be doing in my coaching and just kind of over time putting in the steps, you know, the what is it they say like Tiger Woods did 10,000, you know, minutes or 10,000, you know, golf strokes. It's like that's what I had to do is put in all the hours, all the work and coaching and just really to have everything kind of come together. So it's never, I feel as if when you start your own business and get out of the the J-O-B, it's never like instant overnight success, right? I think uh, Kevin Hart says it took him 10 years to get an overnight success. It takes time. So now is the time for me that it's really just come all together, full circle into where I was able to walk away from. I mean, it was a business, but it was still a job. And I was able to walk away from that and be able to, to be, um, you know, to take this route and do all, all the things I love to do. And that's the interesting thing. It's so much easier for just about every single person to go and get a job because you immediately start making a good money or hopefully good money, but you immediately start there. But when you start a business, when you are investing in real estate, like you have a runway of a long time, let's say five years, eight years, 10 years, or however long it takes before you actively start making a lot of money. And eventually it's like a snowball. It starts getting bigger and bigger. And the work that you put in, let's say five years ago is starting to pay off now. Not like your job. You get paid for that hour. You get Mm -hmm. that pay for that one hour. You work one hour, you get paid with businesses and especially by podcasting and coaching and things like that, where you're helping people putting out great information, people getting to know you as a coach, it just compounds on itself. And eventually it starts Mm. really taking off. Now, what were you doing before all of this, (laughs) these other streams of income? And then talk to me about the nervousness and the, the, Mm. uh, how to get to be able to be pulling the plug and say, I'm quitting. I'm going to be all on my own. Yeah. So my whole career, I just, um, quote unquote retired from was, I was a hairstylist and that is literally how it starts too. As a hairstylist, you have to start from ground zero and make most of the time zero dollars. And so you have to build up a clientele you make commission. You might get hourly, which in some places they don't pay you hourly. They were just like, you put in the time you get paid on what you do, right? It's kind of like sales. And so I was in a position where I worked for a really great salon and was able to work my way up very quickly. And I was started off, everyone had to start off at the bare bottom where they were sweeping hair and, and, you know, getting coffee and shampooing for clients and to becoming an educational director for three salons within a matter of a few months. 
And it was because I was so determined to, and just stepped into my leadership of who do, how do I want to show up? Not to mention, I want to make more money, right? But I was able to do that and then was able to really focus on building my my business, which was, I mean, I was book solid every 30 minutes for 10 years that I worked there. So when it was time for me to leave I and start my own, I was like, absolutely, I can do that. And I, again, had the uh, absolute fortunate blessing of taking 400 clients with me, which is yeah, unheard of. And it was really, it's the work, it's the putting in the time. And then knowing that at some point that this was not going to sustain me physically forever, that I was going to have to walk away. I started thinking about what was next for me probably 15 years ago. And really kind of just in the back of my mind, just a a thought process of what is it that I want to do really with my life and where do I want to go? Where do I want to live? And what is it that I don't know that I need to know in order to move forward? And that's kind of how this literally kind of all unfolded and started. So I'm glad to say that I was able to retire from that business um, earlier this year and now step into everything else. That's terrific. Now, uh, was it so when you took those 400 clients with you was it also in thinking eventually you were going to step out like that was a, a start to it or it was after that you're like oh my goodness I, I physically can't continue to do this over and over again was that a catalyst to get you to where you are today uh, yes yes and no so <laughs> the to, to answer yes it was a catalyst however that wasn't a a, a a quick progression. So basically I started from being an employee and making commission to now I'm owning a a space, um, a suite inside a salon that everyone had suites. And I was able to, again, work my own hours. I did everything myself from inventory to, you know, the bookkeeping to um, paid myself to even, um, you know, booking appointments. I did everything myself. And my thought process was at some point, the goal was to be able to open a salon where I had hired employees. And then I became the salon owner and was able to then help my clients or help my staff my team by training them because that's what I did for so many years and give part of my clientele to them because I had so much of an uh, an abundance of it, which was again, such a blessing. And that just did not happen. And I kept focusing on that goal for so long. And then the, again, the other process was, okay, is this seriously what I want to do? Because what ended up happening over time is my shoulder started to hurt. I started to have knee issues. You know, I was like, okay, I was getting sick all the time because of the hairspray. I mean, there was just so many different things. And it was like, wait, is this something I really want to do long-term? And I had other friends who had left and opened salons and I would go talk with them and they would tell me stories how to them it was, it was glorified babysitting. Because that's kind of what you are. When that's you're usually owner, what right? management is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You are, you put out the fires, you're the firefighter. And I was like, okay, is that something I really want? Or is it that I want to really be able to build something that's passive income that I can walk away and go work from the beach if I want to or not, and still have being able to have money coming in 
and being able to to travel the world and live different places, you know, be live nomadically and, you know, live different places for, you know, maybe three months at a time. And that's really what more appealed to me in doing what I'm doing is that, I mean, I might have, I may just moved across the country to get this all started. And what really appeals to me is that opportunity now is to be like, okay, now I'm building so many different levels of, like you said, um, income streams so that, you know, in three months I can be, you know, in Europe or in three months I can be in South America or in three months I can be, you know, Alaska, although that probably won't happen, but you know, some somewhere warm, but you know, that's, that, that was my whole goal. Once I started to really think about what is it that I, how do I want to live? What is it that I want to do? With that, it probably took a lot of like, I wouldn't say a lot, but just mindset shift mm. from where you are currently the route that you were planning on going, which sounds like it's a great idea to have your own salon, have people work underneath you, you know, the business but then realizing I need to make a shift. What was it that got you that mindset to where now you're going to think of passive income as opposed to active income or being a business owner and managing a lot of people, which it's sad to say, it does feel like babysitting a lot. Mm -hmm. And so with that mind shift, what got you to shift Mm -hmm. that mind? Was it your body aching? Was it the realizing that I'm not going to be able to do this literally forever? Like was a combination of everything? Uh, Yes, it was a combination of everything. And I would also add to I had just gotten out of an abusive relationship at the time, too, and really started to think about what does it look like to retire? And and I was nowhere near retirement, but I knew that at the age of 50, I would have done being a hairstylist for 31 years. And I was like, I can't go to like 65 and older like most people do. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And then my life's over. I'm like, no, no, I have so much things to do, people to see, places to go, right? Like I have so much to give and do. And so I knew that something had to give. And so you're absolutely right. It was a mindset shift from fear to what is really is freedom. And what does that look like? What does freedom look like for me? And how can I how can I go go with that? And I honestly, my first step, Dustin, you're going to laugh. My first step is is that I went to Google and I Googled billionaires. And I started to read and research and really kind of dive into every article I could and find out, well, how did they do it? Because I feel like we're just That's the question that we're not asking ourselves, right? Is, well, what is it that I can do or recreate that they've done? And I want to pause for a quick second and share that, honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find the area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job, 
I'll literally get it to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. And I got questioned before when I told people, I'm like, sure, what have you been up to? I'm like, I'm researching billionaires. And they're like, billionaires? Like, come on, really? And I'm like, why not millionaires? And I go, because if they, if I can research them, the billionaires, and happen to just make a million dollars, I mean, I would so be okay with that, right? But there's not a thing to to research thousandaires. So I was like, no, no, I want to research billionaires and see how they did it. And what I found was this multiple stream of income mentality. And most people don't even talk about because they are in that nine to five day in and day out. And so many of my clients, my hair clients would sit in my chair and tell me that that's what that's literally all they live for. That's it. Like their whole life of 30 plus years has been revolving around this job. And I was like, well, and that's what we're taught literally from yes, birth. Yes. And I thought there has to be more than this. I mean, yeah, I get the family and all that, but there's got to be something more. You, ha- I mean, to me, I have always been, my purpose is wrapped up in what I do. And when I was a hairstylist behind the chair, I was making a difference in other people's lives. One, by helping them feel better about themselves by their appearance, but also the conversation. It was just uplifting them and inspiring them and empowering them to go do and be you know, better. And I thought, okay, I need to really look at what I'm doing already naturally and how can I progress into what's next. And what is interesting is that because I was in that abusive relationship, I started to really invest in myself to heal. And I was in counseling. I read books. I listened to podcasts. I researched billionaires, all these different things to what I call peel away the layers and heal. And as I did, I started to share what I was learning about myself and the conversations changed not only for me and my, my client, my hair clients, but also me and my dad. And I realized that that is where everything that I had become up until then was wrapped up in is everything that my dad told me or treated me. And it wasn't great. And, you know, unfortunately, statistics will tell you that a a, a domestic violence survivor will go back to something similar or the same person because that's all they know. And I started to research like, okay, I don't want to do that again. So why was I in that relationship? And it was like, oh, my gosh, that's why it was familiar. Wow. So I just started to change the way I spoke with my both my parents. Well, actually, my entire family. But mostly my dad, and it just started to shift our relationship. It started to shift him. And with my hair clients, I would say, oh, I learned this about myself, and this is how I'm I'm doing it, and I'm practicing this, and da-da-da-da. And then they would go and, and go away for four to six weeks and come back and sit in my chair, and they're like, oh, my gosh, since I saw you last, I applied what you said that you did, and now my relationship has shifted with my boss or my my team or my spouse or my kids. Thank you. You should be a coach, a, a, a motivational speaker, write a book, you should start a podcast. And I then at the first time in my life, here I am at that point, mid thirties, people are saying to me, you know, have you thought about doing this? And I went, wow. 
the very depths of the back of my head, yes, but I was scared to death to do it. And I would never admit it out loud. And so them speaking life into me really just propelled me to really look into, well, what does that look like? And what what does it take? Not just what does it look like? What does it take for me to be in order to be doing these different things? And I think that's where a lot of people miss the mark when they leave is when that mindset shift is, who do I have to be in order to do this? Sorry, totally. I interrupted you. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I, I I, think this is fantastic because this is what you do is help people through this. If somebody yeah. were in that position where maybe similar to you, they're in a job that they think they're supposed to be working in, but they start to realize that there should be more out there. There is yes. more out there yes. and they need that mindset shift. What would you suggest to them to do, for them to realize, well, it's, this isn't going to last forever. Eventually, I'm not going to be able to physically do this. Like somebody laying a tile. Like that's a lot of bending on mm. your knees and you're just beating up your body, doing construction. Like somebody's going to have to have that. You, you're, like you said it, you have to address that fear that you have. But if somebody had that and they're realizing I need to do a cha- make a change, how do they themselves get that mindset shift to where they actively act on it? Because life doesn't get better by chance. It only gets better by change. And mm. you get you, that change actually happens when you move through the fear. And that's what courage is, is acting in the face of fear and moving past that. But how would somebody get themselves to embrace that mindset shift? Mm. What a great question. Well, first of all, I have to say that if you are in a nine, if your listeners or viewers are in a nine to five right now and you're getting what I call little whispers. So some people call it from the universe, intuition, God, to me, it's all the same. God's whispering to you. There has to be something more or my back is hurting. What else could I do? You know, if those kind of thoughts are popping up, then I highly suggest one that you listen to them because that is your purpose speaking to you. And then really dive into what is your thought process around that? What is it that you're feeling when you think about change? Because change itself for most people is terrifying. Changing careers, (laughs) as you know, is like sometimes the scariest thing anybody could ever do. And so there is this... Really big key to be a, a awareness, to be able to go, okay. And the question I love to start with is to ask yourself is, what is it that I don't know that I need to know in order to move forward? Because sometimes when you're at that spot, because I was of there has to be more, I had no idea where I was going, what was next for me. I just knew there was something different something more, something more fulfilling. And that is where I started. And so I literally would try new things that I thought, is this fulfilling? What is it that I can do that fulfills me? I don't even know where to start with that. What does fulfillment even mean? And so I think when you start with the mindset of from fear to go, okay, what can I practice doing? It chips away at that fear in little pieces so that it brings you out of your comfort zone. It puts you in a a vulnerable state. And the more vulnerable you become, the more courage you gain. That makes a lot of sense because 
you're starting to, what I like to do with all my students for coaching for real estate investing is help them to get little wins along the way. Yes. And those little wins turn into bigger wins as you keep going. Just like we were talking about earlier, when you start working on, let's say, passive income or coaching, or when you start working on something that's uh, multiple streams of income, eventually it starts building on itself. And that momentum helps you to realize, I can do this. Like, this isn't impossible. So that is terrific. Now, you jumped into coaching because people were telling you that now that's not something that everybody needs to do. In fact, I personally really, really enjoy coaching. It's just really, really fun for me. But there are lots of people that are like, no, I would never do that. So I liked how you brought up how people were saying you should, like they saw something in you. Yes. And just like with me, with real estate investing, I literally had so many friends and family members before I even started anything online asking me how to do real estate investing, how I'm doing it. And so I just started teaching little by little and coaching them. And eventually I realized, huh, this is actually kind of fun. And they, they, they were saying, man, you should do this. Like, this is something. So how does, how does somebody, like if nobody is reaching out to them and saying, you should do this, how do they then start maybe asking other people? Like, how do they figure out what is mm. their God-given talents and abilities that they can lean into so that they can step out of their normal, I guess, nine to five J, day J, J-O-B that just overbroke job? You know, I had taken so many different assessments and tests and discovery things online. And one of my favorite things was um, your spiritual gifts to really find out like who, what you're kind of called to be or who, who you kind of are. Right. And you may not even see it. I also talked to treasured and safe friends right? And colleagues and really ask them like, what is it that you see in me? Because oftentimes if we are unhappy in a, in a, in a J-O-B, we are unhappy with ourselves. So we don't see who we really are, where other people will be like, oh my gosh, you have everything together. You're so happy and joyful. And it's like, oh, if you only knew what was on the inside. So it's really important to get another person's opinion just from to look at it from a different lens. Okay. And then I always, right. And, and then I say, um, hold on. I had a thought. <laughs> the Sorry, question, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, I was like, I was on a roll and then it was, it's gone. Um, the question is, what do you do to, oh, 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 um, Another point I want to make is listen to what people are asking you for. When people ask you the same question at least three times, that's a business. Number one. Number two, make a list. Make a list of the things. I am a huge proponent about journaling, first of all. So make a list about things you like to do. Make a list about the things you don't like to do. And so you can go, okay, I'm never going to be an accountant because I don't like to deal with numbers. That's not, that's not my thing, right? But also you can write down, what are the obstacles that I've overcome? And most of the time we become the best teachers when we share our experience from the knowledge that we gain from the obstacle that we've overcome. And then we can teach others, we share our wisdom and teach others how to do it. That's exactly what you did with real estate. I think that's a fantastic way to do it because 
just because you've gone through a trial doesn't mean you're the only one that's ever gone through that trial. More than likely, right. there's been lots and lots of people that have gone through something very similar, or they can see themselves go yes. through that same exact situation. If you bring, this is what happened to me. This is where I was. This happened. And I grew through that. Like, I love the saying necessity is the mother of invention. Like that's how mm-hmm. you get better is you actively really actively realize I need to make a change. I need to do something. And then you make your way through. In fact, what I tell all my kids, I have four kids and with every single one of them, they, I would say, I need you to do this. And they said, daddy, I don't know how. And I said, well, you're a Heiner. Heiners figure things out. That's what we do. And I know this, I know the entire process. I can literally, but they are just trying to not have to figure it out. I'm trying to get them to where they can figure this out. And same thing inside of a mindset shift inside anybody's brain, starting to realize that I can figure this out. Somebody else has figured this out, or there is somebody else that has already figured this out. Let me go to them and talk to them about it. And if you have that message, or you should have this idea of what you can share with others, like you're saying, and then share that message out with people. It's so rewarding. I personally love seeing my students change their lives by investing in real estate. I know you as well with all of your students and the coaching that you do. It is such a blessing to see what has happened to you. What could be a very bad thing actually be a very good thing for other people. And one, I I told my students, I said, um, you know what? By me losing my job, being laid off from my job, that was one of the best things that ever happened to me. And one of my students piped up and said, you know what, Dustin? You losing your job is the best thing that happened to all of us because you're now here and teaching us because of that. And I said, wow, that's deep. I never thought about that. But you're absolutely right. Now, once we have that idea, we, we kind of see people are wanting something from us. And then we now have the inclination to start giving or doing something in that light. Let's say it's, it's building furniture and you're really good at it. You enjoy doing that. What would you suggest, like coaching, building furniture, whatever it might be, how do we then lean into that to where we can actually start making this into a business or be able to become successfully unemployed with that? You know, I think it's really about going to going to the Google, really, and, and finding people out there who have done it before you, who have figured out how to 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 make a business building Ikea furniture or, you know, become a coach or, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, because there are so many people with so many great ideas. It's more than, you know, I think it's 99% unlikely that you're going to find, become, have a new idea. So find someone else who has done it. Maybe you don't want to pay for their coaching. Maybe they don't have a coaching, but just observe them, like watch them. What do they do? You don't have to be them. And that was the thing I want to mention. When I was little, I had a vision that I was standing on a stage speaking to a group of people. And years later, in my teenage years, I'm watching Oprah and Tony Robbins is on there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I think that's what that meant. But my fear showed up immediately and was like, you can't be him. You're not like him. There's nothing about him that you actually like. So no. (laughs) And so, but what's crazy is that I then put it away. And it wasn't until years later when people were saying, but you don't have to be that person because you can't, right? You can't be that person. So Anytime your students are like, oh, I want to be like you, right? Like, I, I get that, which is awesome. Thank you so much for saying that. And what I want is for you to be better than me and go out and make better versions of you. 
right? And so that's the thing that I think is so important. So really it's about finding people who you trust, that you know, and that you want to to be like, and then go be better than them so that then you can train others to be better than you. And truthfully, people are like, I don't want to be a coach. I get you might not want to be a coach, but here's the thing. You have a skill that someone needs to learn. You don't even, that's the perfect place to start. And that's how you can then start a business is just figuring out what that skill is. My brother is a welder and I'm told him and and he's a cook that just throws stuff together. And I'm like, let's bake a cookbook. And he's like, no one would buy this. Everyone I know knows how to do this. And I go, and there's so many who don't. And so just, just thinking about that, like how many cookbooks have been out there that everybody buys the cookbooks. How many McDonald's places are there? There's or burger places. There's McDonald's and Burger King and, you know, Hardee's and Jack in the Box and blah, 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 all the things, right? But they all are successful. So when I, that's the one mindset I think that people fear shows up so much is, well, why are they going to listen to me? I mean, they already have that. It's like, yeah, they have that person's version of that. Now it's your version of it. Absolutely. I love that my students have done so much better than I ever did. And then I'm now bringing them on as coaches. So they're coaching students now and their students are doing better than they did. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is such a blessing to see that. And another thing that comes to mind with coaching and helping other people, you might, somebody might be thinking the the term um, uh, imposter syndrome kind of creeps in, like where you start thinking, oh, I'm not good enough. There's somebody else that's so much better. Mm -hmm. And the other thought also comes in like, well, there's so many other people doing this. And we're like, like, look at me. I am in the real estate space. There are millions of people that coach or teach real estate, these gurus and stuff. And if I can carve my little niche inside there of helping people, then anybody else can pick anything and actively do that. But with that imposter syndrome, I completely get it because we all get that. In fact, even after you feel like you, quote unquote, maybe have made it and you feel like you're doing well, it's still going to creep in. Mm -hmm. But that's something we have to fight back. And the way I do that is by looking at the people's lives that I've changed and the Mm -hmm. people's lives that I'm changing. And also to add to that, so I'm not a self-promoter. I don't like self-promoting. In fact, I hate it. It's something I don't like. But a friend of mine, really great businessman, his name's Tom Sylvester, he said, Dustin, you got to look at it from this way. If you do not self-promote, you are doing a disservice to the people that you know you can absolutely help them to change their life. If you don't do it, they're going to go to somebody else. And who knows? It might work out. It might not. But you know you have something that will change their life. You're being selfish, like self-centered, not selfish, but self-centered. Like you're to think, oh, what are they going to think about me? Well, yeah, that could come up. Like, what are they going to think about you? But in the end, what it comes down to, you know, you have something that somebody else would love to know, learn, or be. If you don't share that with them, that is something that's, that it's, it's disappointing. It's so much better when we're helping other people. Man, Shay, you get so much great stuff. We we definitely, I want people to reach out to you. And obviously, everybody needs to listen to your podcast as well, yes. Power Investing in People. It's such a great podcast. I love investing in people myself. But how can people, there's so much more they need to learn. But how can they find you? How can they reach out to you and check you out online? Yes, definitely. They can find um 
everything they need to know um, and more at shaysparks.com. And my my website at the point at the moment is being under construction. So feel free to check back into it for several months uh, from now at the beginning of the year. But also, um, you know, on any platform, a social media platform, I'm Shay Sparks. So reach out, feel free to message me, say that you listen to me on Dustin's podcast. I love connecting with new people and encouraging in, in any way I can. So thank you. Thank you, Brad. Great. Thank you so much, Shay. It's been a blast. It went by too fast. And there's so much more out there. I know that uh, people are going to definitely need to, to check everything out that you have. So, Shay, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. It was a joy. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. That's the membership that I founded teaching people how to quit their J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses, group coaching with me, and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. That's R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. So you can see how you can quit your job, that J-O-B by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties how to use other people's money to buy properties, and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Now, did you also know that there are video versions of each and every single episode on the Successfully Unemployed show? Well, I did record every single one of these for you. I recorded them for you so you will be able to learn from the experts themselves, see what they're doing, see everything that they are talking about on this show visually, And all their examples, all their slides, all their pictures that they even draw, everything is on there. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. Or if you just go to YouTube and type in successfully unemployed, more than likely you're going to find me. So successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. And I would truly appreciate it if you subscribe to Successfully Unemployed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to this show so that you can always get every bit of new information on how to quit your J-O-B. Also, if you got anything out of the show, share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light that it is so much better to not work a job, be successful, unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya. Let's make this year your best real estate investing year ever by coming to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is where you can join hundreds of real estate investors and over 40 expert investor speakers and learn how to have an amazing success in your real estate investing business. The Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is not like any other conference out there. This is a no sales pitch conference where the entire three days event is all about you and helping you to meet expert investors, teaching you how to invest and join a huge community of hundreds of like-minded real 
estate investors, and because you are a part of the Successfully Unemployed podcast, I'm giving you 20% off your RubeCon pass. That's right. Get 20% off of your RubeCon pass. Use the promo code SU20 or SU20. You need to be at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Join us in the heart of downtown St. Louis, March 14th through the 16th, for a transformative three-day event that's more than just a conference. It's a community of investors. Get your pass. Go to RubeCon.com, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com, and use the promo code SU20 or SU20 to get 20% off of your RubeCon pass.